You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we are going to talk about some of my best drills for warm-up in practice. You know, it's always great to have the best warm-up activities so your players can get dialed in, can get focused, and really just look forward to what practice will bring. You know, the worst thing is to have practice you know, just say, okay, we're going right into it. We want to have some fun. We want to, you know, so what are some things we can do to make our players have a blast before practice even starts? And that comes with my top drills slash activities for warming up before practice. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 137 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? We got another week of volleyball under the belt. Really excited to jump on to the February. We're hitting February now. It's, uh, it's crazy. Time is, I feel like January flew by. I don't know about you, but my January flew by. But we got another episode. If you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh, and I'm the host of the podcast. And if you are if you are a regular listener, as always, you know how much I appreciate you guys tuning in. Where the goal every week is to provide tangible, step by step feedback strategies that you can apply and take to your gym right away. And that's the plan. I'm not here. We're not trying to keep you on for an hour and maybe get one take we're trying to give you guys as much strategies as possible and I, and today today's a is a favorite episode of mine I want to call it because we're going to talk about things you can do at the beginning of practice to get your practice off on the right foot you know uh, I I gave a I gave a presentation at the AVCA or the AVCA uh, convention in Omaha when was it you know mid-December and at the beginning of my presentation, I actually demonstrated this. So if you were uh, if you attended that convention, you'd have you'd have seen how I what I did to start the presentation before we actually got in to the you know to, to the nitty gritty of the lessons and things like that. But basically, the the goal of a warm up, okay, is number one to get your athletes' attention, so to get their focus, their attention. And number two is to get them a little excited, you know, get them to be engaged and and like excited about what practice is going to come, like what's going to come from practice. Now, when I say, you know, warming up, this is not including your actual, you know, dynamic warm up. So all your mobility and, you know, just getting your muscles warm and the the dynamic warm up itself, this is, this is not that. So yes, you have to do your dynamic warm up. Don't get me wrong. So you start off by doing your dynamic warm up. Um, could, sometimes you can do it after uh, like a warm-up activity, but I, I normally do it first. And then after you do your dynamic warm-up, where now the muscles are loose, you guys are a little bit warm, you know, the blood's flowing a little bit better. Now we want to get into our actual warm-up activity. Now, there are a lot of different strategies you can do to approach this. 
You can do a volleyball-related drill, like a volleyball warm-up drill. And I know many coaches believe that, well, if we only have two hours of practice, I want to maximize those two hours of practice. So absolutely, you could do a volleyball warm-up style, you know, and there's many different things you can do. I'm going to talk about a few in a sec. Or you could do something completely different and have it not be related to volleyball at all. And what's the right answer? There, there is no right answer in terms of what, you know, what the better choice is, but I would recommend mixing it up at least, you know, a, a few times a month. Like, for example, volleyball, yes, I do understand that you want to value your time on the court, but sometimes it actually will, your athletes will be even more focused by doing something completely unrelated to the sport, different. And sometimes that's what it takes to get them engaged and get them focused. And then that way they can, you know, dial in when we start the actual volleyball related session. And the other thing too that I like about this is, remember I talked about, I, I talked about the fact that it, it gets their attention, it gets them focused, and it also gets them excited about practice. The other thing it does too is it gets them to interact with their teammates in a way where, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the best volleyball player on the team or one of the worst volleyball players on the team. Everyone's almost at an equal playing field and you can shine in other areas. You know, one of the things that when you're playing volleyball, six on six or a team of 12 or 14, there's always going to be disparity between, you know, your starters and some of the players that are, you know, the, the 13 or 14 person up. But with non-volleyball related warm-up drills and activities, you could really... It could be a great thing to have some of the players that don't get that notoriety or or, or that you know just that that what's that I don't I don't know the word I'm looking for but you know some of the players on your team won't be able to be as excited by getting feedback from their players about volleyball related stuff if you know what I mean versus other things so I'm sorry I've been rambling for two minutes about that but let me give you an example so things that we do in our gym are like freeze tag. You may have heard me say this many times before, but freeze tag is simple, and freeze tag is a great warm up activity that the your athletes will be very, they'll they'll be tired enough where they had a good warm up, um, and they'd have fun too. So you can do things like really simple, put them into groups of three, and then the first group goes up, and they're the ones that are it, and they have to tag everyone in order to finish the game. Everyone has to be tagged in order to finish the game, and the team that does it the fastest wins. Now, the great thing about freeze tag is that your players can get unfrozen. So when a when one of the, one of the people that are it touches a player, they stay still and they you know separate their legs out and bring their hands out. And the way to unfreeze them is for a player to slide underneath to get them unfrozen from and then they then they're back and they can continue running around. So freeze tag is really good. I recommend using the like the volleyball half the volleyball court. So just one side of the volleyball court. And not the gym by the way. The gym is big. I mean, actually, that your dimensions are the volleyball court on one side to keep it competitive and to keep it, you know, exciting. One thing we've done is dodgeball. You know, dodgeball is a lot of fun. Um, Two-hand touch football I've tried before. Um, you know, a, a lot of different things you can do that are unrelated to the sport. Uh, another couple things we'll do, and this is more more of an interactive communication drill than a warm-up, but, you know, divide them up into two different teams and make them do tasks, you know, like the first team to uh, arrange yourself in alphabetical order, go. You know, the first team to go tallest to shortest, go. And like little things like that. And if, you, if you're a DVA member, you've heard me talk about this many times, but these are really fun things you can do at the beginning of practice to get them engaged and, and get them, you know, excited. Okay, let's shift to some more in the middle. I call these ones in the middle. So it's not really specifically volleyball, but it kind of is at the same time. 
So I'm a big fan of relays. I absolutely love relays. So what you're going to do is you're going to have your your team divide them. You can go in groups of three, groups of two, groups of four. It all depends on how many players you have in your gym. Uh, you know, if I have 15 players in my gym, I may go groups of three. You know, or sorry, um, three groups of five. I apologize, three groups of five. That, that's a good number. So five, you know, four players per group, five players per group. Those are good numbers. Um, even even six players per group is okay too. And in these relays, now we want to we, we we throw some volleyball in this as well. In the relays, uh, you could do a lot of different things, and I'll I'll tell you some of the stuff that I do. So you have the teams line up at the far end of the of the volleyball court okay in a, in a straight line so you have so basically you take that let's say you have teams of um let's say you have three different teams so you'll have a team lining up in one a team lining up at six and a team lining up in five so three teams and they're all gonna have everyone's gonna have to participate so whoever's in the front of the line they're gonna go first and one of the things you can do is first team to bump the balls so they all have a volleyball bump the ball all the way down and all the way back without it touching the floor, and they've completed that 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 um that run. And then the next person goes, and the first team that does that bumps the ball all the way down, comes all the way back. First team that does that wins. Now, if the ball drops, they have to start all over again. So it, it's a little challenging. And sometimes you'll see that, um, let's say for example, the ball drops on the other side of the court. Well, they have to run back and start over again. What they could do is they could pass the ball back to their next teammate and they can go and then they'll just go to the end of the line and then they'll know they have to still finish the, their their run before the team gets a win. So it gets really exciting, uh, you know, bumping back and, and also the net's there. So they have to bump over the net and then, you know, crouch underneath and then get the ball back and they can go. You can make them go as far as you want. I normally make my guys go just to the end of the volleyball court and then back. If they're really, you know, if they're an older age group, you could make them touch the line and then come back. So that way they have to bump, touch the line, and then continue to bump as they come back. You can do setting. So volleying, rather. You can get them to volley all the way down, all the way back. Same thing. As soon as they come back, they give it to the next person. The next person goes and comes back. And if the ball touches the floor, they have to go again. Um, you can do opposite hands. So that's a fun one. So like you can have their opposite hands and then use their like their platform, their forearm to go back and forth. So they have to, you know, uh, have a volleyball and have and go back and forth um, all the way down and all the way back. So opposite hands going. That's a good one. It's a good like way of doing control. Um, this is one of my one of my favorite relay things is to serve. So here, this is what you got to do. Serve the ball over the net. It has to bounce. It, it can bounce once. And then you have to catch it. So imagine they're at the end, they're at the serving line. They serve the ball over the net. Then they run as fast as they can under the net to the other side. And the ball can only bounce once and then they have to catch it. If, the, if it bounces twice, then it's, they have to go again. Um, if they obviously, and you're going to find some of them are going to hit the net. Some of them are going to hit the ceiling. Some of them will hit it, will hit it out. So it has to be, it has to land in the court and then the, and the player has to run and catch it. So it's really, really, really exciting. Um, you'll see them do different strategies. Some will, will over, they'll start off overhanding. Then some will then de decide to underhand because underhand is the easier, um, the easier serve to, to run under the net and, and get it. 
but that's a really fun one. I've seen I've seen teams do this once where they actually serve it, but you have to have high ceilings for this. Serve it over the net and catch it without it dropping, without it touching the floor. Uh, I've seen teams do that, but that's a really really tough one, so I, I wouldn't recommend it. You need like really high level athletes who can control the ball to do things like that. Okay, um, that's one. Uh, what you could do too is in terms of you can do like twos relay, so have them have two players go and have them bump back and forth to each other all the way down and then all the way back and give it to the next uh, set of set of two. Or what you can do is, um, you know, one player. So let's say for example you're going twos, so bump back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then the second pl- the second person stays, and then the third person is then going to enter and they're going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So you, you essentially are going twice. So one person will always go, well, everyone has to go twice. So they're bumping back and forth to each other all the way down, all the way back. So relays, and you know what? There's so many diff- there's so many t- types of relays you can do. You can go one hand. So you're allowed to touch the ball with one hand only above your head, all the way down, all the way back. Um, just to you know, work on your one hand control. There, there are many different things you can do. But relays are fun. You know, set a set a goal, you know, first team to like three or first team to four, whatever you want, set a goal and then uh and then yeah, that whatever that is, and the teams will, you know, they'll do it. First team that has two or three points wins. Uh and the, your team's gonna love it. Relays are always fun. All right, let's move on to another drill. So we've talked about freeze tag and dodgeball. So we've talked about non-volleyball-related warm-up drills, activities. Then we talked about some relay styles. Well, again, I guess they're more volleyball-related, but, you know, they're kind of in the middle. Let's talk about more volleyball warm-up stuff. And, again, the goal of a warm-up activity is to have them be engaged, you know, have them get have fun and have them uh, already, you know, be excited about practice. Now, I should have prefaced this earlier, actually, but I forgot. When, I, when I'm talking about these warm-up drills, you know, I'm not, I don't, okay, let, let's, butterfly. Let's use an example like the butterfly. A butterfly is a typical volleyball warm-up drill that coaches do where, you know, or peppering, peppering over the net. Peppering over the net is a great warm-up to work on your ball control and platform. So these ball control and platform manipulation drills are absolutely good, but I don't consider them a warm-up activity. I consider them an initial drill because now we're getting down to business when we're doing the butterfly, when we're doing pepper. That's not, I don't want to say it's not fun, but it's not, you know, an exciting you know, jam-packed action, you're, you're having a blast, you're competing, and you're trying to win, and you're trying to get excited. That's not what that is. It's a great uh, initiation drill to get your platform and work on your ball control before we move into more, you know, specific things you're going to work on in practice. So that, like, for example, you know, the butterfly, the the pepper over the net, those, are, those aren't drills that you're like, okay, today we're going to work on a specific thing, and you do that. That's like a ball control. Every day you're going to work on ball control and things like that. So that's, so I just want to make sure I differentiate between what I'm considering the warm-up fun, warm-up activities versus like your initiation drill. All right, let's move to the volleyball-related fun warm-up activities. The first one that comes to mind is volleyball tennis. Uh, volus, is, it's also known as volus volleyball tennis. And basically, in, in the very simplest way of playing this game, and I'm sure many of you coaches know what this is, but I'm just going to describe it anyways, is split your team up into two. Okay, we're going to use the volleyball court now. Split your team up into two, and everyone is going to go one after another. And basically, a coach is going to toss a free ball over the net, 
and the athlete is going to bump the ball across the net to the other side, and they're going to bump the ball back over, and we're going to bump and bump and bump. The ball is not supposed to touch the floor. It's just one touch, and they're going to bump back and forth. So this does work a little bit on ball control. It absolutely does, but it's also more fun, and the athletes absolutely love it. So a coach initiates the free ball, and then, the, and then they bump back and forth until there's a winner of that rally. Now, whoever has the lead, they don't get the free ball to begin with. So whoever has the lead the, is not going to get the free ball. And then when the other team ties, then they get then the, uh, the team that originally had the lead will get the free ball. So the free ball always goes into essentially the losing team. Okay, the losing team always gets the free ball to keep it, you know, to keep it competitive and to, you know, make sure that they uh it's kind of like uh it's kind of like the serve you know if, if you win a ball you get the serve well same thing free ball is going to the other team so they can get a point all right you could um also modify this by letting it bounce once so another thing we like to do is instead of you know it going back and forth back and forth now we're gonna let the ball bounce once and then you bump it over okay so a, a little more tennis style there that's what we call a volleyball tennis one thing you could do too with this, you can do two-on-two -two volleyball tennis. So you can do like a king's court or queen's court where it's two-on-two -two volleyball tennis straight across. Uh, and so again, with two-on-two, -two, it's getting, you're not allowed two touches on the same side. It's volleyball tennis. It has to go back and forth, back and forth. And you do a little king's court or queen's court and you know go make, make it go up to seven or something. Like that. That's always really fun. Another thing you can do that I like is um, you can do two-on-two, -two, again, volleyball tennis, except... Here's the here's the one that gets them really tired, but it's fun. So you go back and forth, back and forth. You can then um, take it a step further by letting it bounce, and then you got to hit it over. And the other one is once you've touched the ball, you have to go back, touch the end line, and come back and play. So it's like a run. So if you push the, put the ball over, okay, if you put the ball over, you have to go, touch, and come back. All right, so go touch the end line and come back. It's a little bit more of a cardio. So while you're running, the other team's hitting it back over, and your your teammate is responsible for getting that ball back over uh, before you know. Hopefully, hopefully you can come back and play and do that. That is tiring. It gets tiring. So be very cautious when you do that one. All right, and the other one is very simple. You know, two on two. Um, you can do two on two. Uh, I would I would go and while, while letting it bounce. Um, no, I'm sorry. You can do two on two, short court. Here is it. This is the, this is the one, another good one. So this is like my what? One, two, three, four, five, my fifth one, I think, or fourth one. Two on two, short court. So if you don't know what short court is, short court is basically the dimensions of the volleyball court are the 10 foot line all the way around. So you have from the attack line on one side to the attack line on the other side, and the width of the volleyball court remains the same. So the width doesn't change. It's just the, the length changes, the depth. So we're going to have the attack line to attack line, two on two, short court. All right. So, and there's many different variations of this too. So you can just do bumping. So just bumping. That's the only thing you're allowed to do. So work on that ball control. It's a really good ball control one. Just bumping. Then you can do let the ball touch the floor and then you're allowed to hit it over. Um, and with two on two short court, by the way, you are allowed multiple touches. So it's not like volleyball tennis, where you have to hit it back and forth right away. It is if the ball comes over, you're allowed three touches uh, before it goes over. So that you can do. But uh, but again, you're only allowed to use your forearm. Okay, I really like that because it works on the ball control. And then you could also do the run. As soon as they touch the ball, they got to run to the back and come back. So you can do that as well.
So the, all those little ones are, are a lot of fun. So those short court's good too. And then obviously you, you can do real short court, you know, with um, with blocking and bumping and, you know, tipping and things like that. That's no problem. Oh, the one thing I forgot to mention about volleyball tennis is it's bumping only below, like it's not above the head. So no volleying, no attacking, none of, the, none of the fist thing above the head. It's all below, essentially below the, the waist. That's how you're playing the ball. Because again, we're working on ball control. Okay, so let's see. We talked about uh, freeze tag, dodgeball, football. Stuff. We talked about relays. Um, we talked about volleyball, tennis. And we, and we're talking about short court now. Um, let's do uh, two more. Two more really good ones that I like. So the next one is three on three. Okay, so there's a, there's a lot of different variations of this, and this is why I love uh, I love these warm up drills because you could literally take some of these drills that I gave you and you can create your own, you can do multiple different variations, okay, multiple different variations, so here's three on three, so three on three, you can do it as simple as just regular three on three volleyball, you can do a king's court or queen's court and just do simple three on three volleyball, you can take it a step further and do three on three volleyball but only backcourt hitting, right, so at the older age group where we're just, you know, it's going to be tough if it's a three on three with frontcourt hitting, just do backcourt hitting. It helps them work on their ball control, because, and it helps them work on, you know, some backcourt offense as well. So backcourt hitting. Now three on three backcourt hitting. All right. Uh, yeah, we're good. Three on three backcourt hitting. There's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing else I need to add about that. Yeah, three on three backcourt hitting. Okay. The other thing you can do. Okay. Now forget the backcourt hitting. Just regular three on three volleyball. All right. But what you could do is you can do what we call rapid fire 21. This is what I call this game, rapid fire 21. So king's court or queen's court, ball goes over, and let's say the challengers win, okay? So when the challengers win, they make their way over to the champion side. So with rapid fire 21, the minute one player steps over the midcourt into the champion side, the other team's allowed to serve. So that's what, this is where the rapid fire comes in. So as soon as the challenging team wins, they as soon as they cross over that half court, the other team can serve. So they have to really go fast. So what 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 a strategy teams do is they they take their time to the half court line, and then they sprint right over to get in position to get the ball and get the pass. And you'll find that you know the other team serves it well. If they catch them off guard, they may they may obviously score. But if they don't, if they get a they get a, the ball up, it won't be a perfect pass, but it'll be a ball that's playable and that you can make a swing out of. Okay. And normally we say. Um, with three on three, um, if you're if you're doing front court hitting, that's fine. But you can't tip front court. You can only tip back court. So if you swing behind the attack, sorry, if you jump behind the attack line, you can tip. But front court, there's no tipping with three on three. Okay, so that's rapid fire twenty. It's really it's really a lot of fun. Rapid fire twenty, and it gets really tiring because you'll see teams like cycling through over and over again, and then they'll as soon as they bolt over, they're trying to ch chase down a ball to get it back up, and uh, it, it really makes you earn that point. So rapid fire 21 is a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy that one. All right. The last one I'm going to give you is one of my favorites. This one is a ton of fun. You can do it with six on six, seven on seven, eight on eight, nine on nine. You can, you can go to town with this one. And this is called two ball. It is my absolute, one of my, I, I don't want to say it's my absolute favorite warm-up game, but it's got to be my top two. It might even be my favorite. I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking on the fly here, but I, at least my top two. Here's the way two ball works, okay? It's just like it sounds, okay? You have two volleyballs, 
all right? Two volleyballs, one on one side, one on the other, all right? It's six on six volleyball. So volleyball rules apply. Regular volleyball rules, six on six. However, you have two balls. So one team is going to have a ball that's in, that the server is going to have, and the other team is going to have a ball that the server is going to have. And I'm going to blow my whistle, and both teams are going to serve at the exact time, and they're going to play it out, okay? But here is the thing. In order to score a point, you have to score both balls on the other side of the court in order to get that point. So here's where it gets interesting. So when you have two balls going back and forth, whichever team scores both balls, they win that one point. So here are some things that can happen. Let's say, for example, that you're playing the six-on-six six volleyball, serve, you know, everyone's going, two balls are going at it. And let's say that, you know, one team scores the first ball while the other ball is still in play. Well, the team that is the defensive team, so let's say team A scored. Well, team B now has to take that ball that was just scored and serve it back in play before that second ball touches the ground. Because if that second ball is scored on by team A, then they get, they get one point because they scored both balls. So they have to serve it back in play before that happens. And once they serve it back in play, that ball is now live again. So just because you scored on one ball doesn't mean you're good. You've got to score on both balls. And you have to score on both balls before the opposing team can serve that ball back in play, the first ball. So I'll give you another situation. Let's say that blow my whistle... You know, both teams are serving at the same time and team A serves into the net. Well, team A now has to get that ball and serve it back in play before that second ball touches the floor on their side. Because if it does, then guess what? That meant that team B scored both balls. So you always can serve the ball back in play. So anytime a team scores or you commit an error, you have to go and run and get that ball and serve it before the other team kills the other ball and gets the other ball down. All right. So it's a lot of fun. It goes it is very fast-paced, entertaining. You'll see different strategies and you can play with as many I mean you don't want to go more than like 10 people on each side, but in theory you can. Like I I had a practice where we had um we had about 16 players in the gym or seven or eight 18 players in the gym and we had we had four front court blockers and like three or four back court players and then a designated server. So you can absolutely have fun with it and do that. Um, and, and it, it's a lot of fun and the communication has to be there. And also volleyball rules still apply. So if someone touches the net, then it's the opposite opposition's point right off the back. So if team a touches the net, then team B gets the point right away. Like it doesn't matter if they scored both balls or not, they get the point right away because the other team touched the net. So, you know, these are, these are, uh, this is a really, really fun game. Uh, I, I, I enjoy doing it and the, um, the, the players love it. Actually funny, as I'm recording this, we've been playing two ball almost every practice for the last week and a half because the athletes just want to play again. They love it. And, and again, it takes what, 10 minutes. You can play to seven points and then they're energetic. They're focused. They had a great time with their teammates. They're, they're, they're excited. And now we get practice started. So, at the beginning of practice, you always want to have a fun, you know, a fun activity, whether it's volleyball related or not, to get them engaged, to get them focused, to get them having fun and, and interacting with each other, getting to, you know, connect with each other on a regular, uh, uh, in that in that time so that they can continue that as the practice continues. 
So let's do a, a quick recap here, and I want to talk about one more thing, and then um, that'll be it. So really quickly, we talked about non-volleyball-related warm-up fun activities, such as freeze tag, dodgeball. Then we talked about in the middle here, we have, you know, relays, you know, like bumping all the way down and back, volleying all the way down and back, opposite hands down and back, serving and serving over the net, letting it touch the ground and then catching and bringing it back. So serve, run as fast as you can, catch the ball and come back. And we're doing this in terms of, you know, teams of four, teams of five. And, you know, everyone's going to, every, every group is going to have their own volleyball and they, and they go back. And again, if you, if you drop the ball, you have to start all over again. Okay. So everyone has to complete it. Well, the first team that completes it wins at least. Then we did volleyball tennis. So again, both, uh, you separate two teams. And individually, one by one, they bump back and forth. And as soon as they bump, they go to the end of the line and everyone gets a turn back and forth. And the coach is going to free ball to the losing team. Uh, whoever is losing at that point, they're going to they're gonna free ball there. Okay. Uh, you can do this two-on-two as well. It's a two-on-two tennis. That's a, lot, that's a lot of fun. You can do two-on-two tennis, king's court or queen's court. That's also a lot of fun. You could let the ball drop once. So you can go tennis back and forth, let the ball drop once, and then hit it back over. All right, And only bumping. So nothing over the head, no volleying, no attacking, no blocking, just everything is bumping over. All right, we can do a little short court. So uh, short court is where the the attack line, oops, that's my phone. Short court is where the attack line is your uh, your boundaries, and then the, the, the um, sideline remains the same. And with short court, um, you're allowed three touches, okay? So three touches with short court. Um, I like to do bumping only to work on the ball control, but you could also, you know, do three touches, whatever you want. Sometimes I'll do the same thing, let it bounce, and then you can hit it over. So when the ball comes over your over the net, it has to bounce once before you execute your, you know, one, two, or three touches. Uh, we talked about three on three, so many different variations of three on three. You can do three on three full 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 rule, or sorry, full set of rules, like nothing, no restrictions. You can do three on three only backcourt hitting. But remember, if there's three on three, no no restrictions. Only you can only tip from the back row, because <clears throat> it's not fair to tip front row when there's only three players. Then we talked about rapid fire twenty one. So same three on three. However, when the challenging team wins, as soon as they cross that center line, the serve can come in. That's where we get the rapid fire 21. And then I got to say, it's probably my favorite, but two ball, two ball, two ball, two ball is my absolute favorite. I love two ball, two balls at the same time. The only way a team scores a point is if they score both balls in order to get that big point. If you commit an error, if you get scored on, you can still serve that ball back in play before the second ball is scored. All right. So those are my top drills uh, for warm up. I got a, I got a bunch of other ones that I've talked about. Um, if you're a DVA member, um, go to the coach's blueprint and I did a training I think it's called how to create the ultimate experience for your athletes. You're going to see a bunch of these examples plus a couple others as well as check out the, the drills, um, the drills section inside DVA. You'll get a chance to see a lot more drills and things like that. And if you're not a DVA member um, and you'd like to, you know, take a look at how these drills look and you want to just look at other drills or, or, or anything for that matter, um, just head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and just uh, just sign up there for that wait list. And to be quite honest, uh, if by the way, if you don't know what DVA is, um, DVA is my mentorship program. It's my academy that I created about oh, two and a half years ago where we basically teach coaches how to create successful volleyball programs through a system that we've developed that has seen success, like hundreds and hundreds of coaches have, uh, have, have had amazing success 
um, with the way that we teach them how to create these programs. And we have you know, inside, we have courses on all the positions and skills of our games. If you want to brush up on your fundamentals, we got all those for you, as well as uh, what I call the coach's blueprint, where you get a chance to learn how to create a successful program. And on top of that, you get access to you know behind the scenes to what we do in our college gym. And I jump on coaching calls with you uh, twice a month for Q&A and live training. So it's a, it's a really, really great experience for coaches who want to take their game to the next level, take their coaching to the next level, and just get that mentorship. And also be around a community of other coaches who are going along the same journey as you are. Um, it's also nice to connect with other coaches too, which we have a private community for DVA members. So yeah, so digitalvolleyballacademy.com. Head on over there and you can find out more info. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.